Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. At the last recording, um, we looked at a couple of issues. Uh, One amongst them was whether we should influence people who have bought from us to buy again and um, how we can do so. Now, in summary, my opinion was that what we have to do also is just to rely on existing buyer motivations. And so because of that, the qualifications framework that you use is really important. That means you need to ask questions to uh, find out what the problem is, realize what their motivations are, and then work on those to close the sale. Now, of course, it also becomes important here what you do in the post-sales process. That is after you are done with the sale. So the customer service conversations that we have, as well as the follow-ups, the follow-throughs, and the relationship nurturing process is extremely important. So today, I would like us to look at customer service um, conversations. That is the term that I use for it. It's not something that I picked up of some book, but uh, I'm just letting you guys know that it's possible that you come across some other business literature that describes uh, this process using a different name. So for me, I just call it the customer service conversation. It's real handy to remember. And it's also something that I can um, use myself and also the people that I work with. So we just know that, okay, we're done with the sales conversations. uh, We've closed the deal. And now we are having the customer service conversations. So after a customer has bought from us, we need to engage with them again to uh, to confirm a few things. Now, it doesn't make sense after you deliver the wedding album or you're done planning the wedding, you've delivered the cake. It doesn't just make sense to drop the cake and then leave and then everything is over or drop the wedding album and then leave. Or the wedding is done, you come and pack all the table where you get rid of all the canopies as the wedding planner and then you're done or you strip down your decorations and then you're done. No, there are a couple of conversations that we need to have. We need to engage with them to confirm a couple of things. Now, these don't have to be instantaneous conversations. It doesn't have to be one phone call or one sit down or one visit to the house. There can be multiple conversations over time, you know, exchanges over WhatsApp, several phone calls. It doesn't even have to be with the same person. So you can um, explore, uh, you can use these strategies as customer service conversations. You can run the same play by speaking to the bride. And after that, speaking with uh, momsy and popsy of the bride or uncles, aunties, you know, whatever. Depends on the family dynamics and the level of rapport uh, that you are able to build with the, uh, with um, either the bride or members of the family in the lead up to uh, the wedding. So, You have to confirm that they are satisfied and that what they received was adequate at the very least or you want to be sure that you absolutely blew their minds. So it's not just important that you drop the wedding album. You have to find out. I hope you guys loved your photos. You need to have that conversation. Um, If you're the decorator, you need to be sure that everything that you discussed how they wanted everything to look sophisticated or look um, ethereal or look rustic or whatever it is you guys were going for. You need to ask the questions to be sure that you hit the nail um, on the head. 
And yes, there are some couples who look for the rustic aesthetic because I've seen stuff like that, that the decor around the hall is not necessarily um, floral-based but has lots of traditional elements, you know, calabash. Um, I've even seen some people use um, the old-school native bicycle to really good effect, uh, you know, things like that. So bottom line is you need to make sure that they are satisfied with the product you delivered, with the book or with the service, the level of decoration or... You know, uh, let's say you're the one who provided the, um, what are they called? The stewardesses. I think they're called stewardesses. Ushers or stewardesses. You need to be sure that um, your girls were on point, that they were professional, um, that they were dressed well, and that they were polite, and that they were efficient in carrying out their service. So you need to have that conversation. Then um, another reason why, oh, okay. Um, Some people don't, have this conversation because they they don't want to find out if anything went wrong because like some wedding photographers you shoot the wedding you know that there were some missed calls here and there that you didn't quite you just have this gnawing feeling in your stomach and so you don't want to ask the question i hope you love your photos and then the bride comes and says no we didn't love them you didn't get this right you didn't get that right you didn't do this you didn't do this some people don't love um that whole process the back and forth and it's not easy uh, having these conversations because for some of us who consider ourselves artists, um, I know that uh, makeup artists, uh, photographers, you know, they have this whole artsy thing about them. And so they don't like having that conversation. They don't like being told that, no, you didn't get the makeup right. What I wanted was something light. The makeup was too heavy. You made me look trashy. You know, that's not a conversation that uh, makeup artists look forward to. Or that wedding photographers look forward to the conversation where they say, oh no, my photos are too dark. I'm actually a very light-skinned girl. I see the way you make me look dark. You didn't you didn't uh, show the true color of my skin. See, but bottom line is this. If something went wrong, it is best that you find out about it now and you try and cure it now. There are some cases where you can't cure. All you can do is apologize. Like for the makeup artist, you know, the makeup is done. It's done. All we can really do is, oh, I'm terribly sorry, sorry, I accept responsibility for that. Uh, perhaps I didn't um, explain it to you well. Um, so sometimes all you can do is um, apologize. Although, what I recommend is not only do you apologize, try and make redress. So as a makeup artist, you can try to redeem yourself and say, you know what, I'm terribly sorry about how this thing went. Um, when baby gets here, just let me know just give me notice you know after i deliver just give me notice and i'm going to do the um the makeup for your um, naming ceremony i'm going to do that free or i'm going to do that at half price or i'm going to do that at 25 uh, percent off or whatever so let's always try and redress because remember the whole point of these conversations that we're having is that we have uh, finished with this current client right now and we want to make sure that they come back again and not only that, that they bring their friends, family and associates to buy from us so that we can have um, evergreen revenue from them. So it's absolutely important that you go through with this process, ask the question, be sure that they were satisfied and that everybody is happy. Another reason why I should ask this question is because it will be a slap on the face if the bride is happy and deep uh, sorry is unhappy and deep down you suspect that she didn't like her wedding photos it'll be a slap in the face to hit up later on and say hey um i beg can you give me a review on google it will be a slap 
in the face. She might say, okay, because most Nigerians like to be polite and she would never give you that review. But then again, there are some people that are really snarky. They'll say, okay, no problem. Give me the link. And then she leaves you a nasty one-star review. Unfortunately, with the way Google operates, it's not like we can get rid of the review per se. It's going to be there. The best that we can do is you now end up with that situation where some wedding vendors end up arguing with the clients back and forth visibly over that visible Google review that everybody can see. And it's not a, it's just not nice. It's not professional. The bride leaves a one-star review. This photographer was rubbish. Uh, he made my skin look uh, dark and unappealing and he aged me by 10 years. Please do not use this photographer for his services. And then the photographer, you know, responds, uh, how can you say that after all we did, blah, blah, blah. After all, how much did you pay? And then, you know, and then she hits reply and then reply and then reply. And it's just nasty. It's unprofessional. So don't do that. So confirm everybody's happy. Um, so you can also ask for reviews later on. Now, this next part, you should also ask them the main reasons why they bought from you and why they didn't buy from the competitors. Because as this thing goes along, of course, you'll get to know that not only are they talking to you, they're talking to two other photographers or two other planners or maybe one other makeup artist. Now that we're done with everything, all the tensions are down, we know that everybody's happy, you need to ask, so why did you go from us? Why did you go with us? And why didn't you go with uh, primary wedding photographers? Um, you know, have that conversation or have that chat over on WhatsApp. The reason why that is important is because sometimes we assume what our unique selling proposition is. We assume, uh, we assume that we know what the best thing about us is. And when you have these conversations, you're going to find out that your USP, the thing that you should be leading with when you're talking to other brides, might be something entirely different. Let me give my own personal example. As a wedding photographer, of course, the reason why we think brides go with us is because we think we're the bomb. We think we are the best wedding photographer. And of course, I thought that um, that was the case, especially since in the beginning of my wedding photography career, and especially till now, I was pursuing a very uh, a real aesthetic, a documentary aesthetic, none of that heavy Photoshop and stuff like that. And so, yes, it seems that that is part of my um, USP because I'm told things like, oh, I was tired of being Photoshop and blah, blah, blah. But I also received this feedback that in the beginning, I didn't know what to do about it. And if you have a look at my Google reviews, um, you will see that it's a thread that runs through where people say things like, oh, you're very nice. You are very professional. And sometimes I wonder, you know, what does that mean? I was very nice. You know, what can I do with that? What am I going to say? work with me because I'm the nicest wedding photographer in Abuja. The other feedback of being professional, you know, yeah, that's good to know. Of course, it's also hard to wrap into the sales process because in the beginning, if you're telling the bride that, look, work with me because I'm the most professional guy you're going to meet in this side of town, at that stage, you don't really care about how professional you are per se. It is when you're done with everything and they start running after you for their photos or for their book that they realize the significance of how um, they realize how significant it is that a wedding photographer is professional or is not professional. So those are not things that can um, easily you can easily use in your sales process upfront. But now that I have found out that that seems to be a key thing about the way that I work, 
that I'm nice and that I'm efficient and that I'm um, professional, uh, things like that. I don't let go of the ball. Those are elements of my service delivery that I now key into. Whether I've been able to make them a part of my sales process at the beginning or not, I now know that, hey, this is what is working for me. This is what is keeping people coming back. And so I delve really deep on that. I go in hard on that. Now, I would have preferred that people would say, oh, uh, the reason why I went with you is because your photographs are absolutely amazing because we love them and oh, blah, 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 you know, and all those things that make you feel really good as an artist. So I would have loved if that were the case. But unfortunately, that is not quite the feedback I get. The feedback I get is more on the service um, side of things. And of course, people who absolutely love the image is also is because we uh, um, belong to the same school and we have that same aesthetic of not heavy on the photoshop and uh, things of that nature okay and then um let's see what else okay we're still on customer service conversations okay now from the uh from the suggestions that i've made so far about when to have these conversations and the nature of conversations that you're going to have you can see how it's going to be very easy to just slide into that state that the next step of so um what about your bridesmaids you know um you know from all the gist that was going on it sounds like Nkechi is getting married next year in april so how far can you hook me up with her is there a way that we can get that conversation going um who else do you know that is planning a wedding soon who could use my services oh i'm glad everything was nice and you really really um uh, enjoyed it do you know anyone like you who would um love to Hmm. Okay, I'm out of ideas. Well, basically, with the examples that I've given so far, you see how it's easy to slide into that referral conversation uh, for the bride to hook you up with other people who could um, use your services. Uh, you know, the same thing with the groom. So it's easy to slide into the review conversation. Can you give me a review on Google? To slide into the referral um, conversation. Who else do you know? Um, that is getting married or the recommendation conversation so that's uh, that's one reason why we need to um, have the customer service conversation and now in this case I hope you guys are getting an appreciation of what I mean about working with existing um, motivations that are already there in this case you're not pressurizing them you've had the conversation so the bride now thinks you delivered absolutely stellar service and that you're the bomb and Having gone over everything now, it's fresh in her mind about how you are such a dope wedding planner or you are such a, uh, you know, charming MC or whatever it is. And so that would be the best point to slide into that conversation and start getting phone numbers from her. So you are not pressurizing her. She's happy. And not only that, she wants her friends to receive the same quality of care, the same quality of service, the same level of professionalism. Uh, the same level of artistry, you know, whatever it is that you um, uh, that you delivered. So in that case, you're not pressurizing. You're just working with um, whatever motivations that already exist within her and exist within the situation. Now, I know that I've said bride a lot of the time, but the philosophy is the same. You can have this conversation with the groom. You can have this conversation with the father of the groom or with the father of the bride or you know it depends on whatever dynamics that you built in uh, this whole thing because there's sometimes that i approach the wedding process and maybe i was hired by the bride but for some reason 
I'm able to get along well and really flow with the groom's side of the family. Hey, you know, you can run it either way. You try your best. Um, if you guys didn't really vibe that well with the bride's family, but you vibe with the groom's family, I mean, who says you can't pursue future business um, in that regard, even though it's the bride family who cut you the check? So just run these plays whichever way that you can. It's all about getting future sustainable and long-term revenues for your business as a wedding practitioner. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I will catch you guys on the next episode. So if you're listening to this thing first thing in the day, have a wonderful day. If it's late at night, then have a good night. And I'm glad that I've been able to talk you guys to sleep. And yes, that is indeed real-life feedback that I received, although I wasn't sure if I should be um, flattered or um, horrified that some people use this podcast as the last thing they do to go to bed. I hope it's not that. It means I'm so boring that uh, you listen to me and it's a snooze fest, and then from there you just go to sleep. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.